0: glory to the name of the lord jesus beloved we thank god for grace grace and abundance today and always i'm apostle leon kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father but before the word of god comes be blessed by this song by byron cage and purpose titled i am blessed indeed you are blessed god bless you
1: strength and a strong solid mind but you've been good to Homeless on the street who don't have a roof over their head.
0: Is the name of the Lord Jesus, as the songwriter says, she is blessed, beloved. You are blessed, you are blessed by God, and therefore, you cannot be cursed. This morning, beloved, I bring you this word of encouragement from the heart of your father titled, You Cannot Be Cursed. The whole Bible gives us instances where the children of God are delivered from the power of curses. Curses issued by people have been overturned because they were blessed. Hallelujah. Moses overturned the curse of Jacob against his son Reuben and blessed him. And the blessing stood instead of the curse. Beloved, this morning I come to tell you the power of the blessing of God supersedes the curse. In the book of Numbers chapter 22 from verse 1 to 35, the Bible gives an account of the children of Israel on their wilderness journey. The Bible says that Balak, the king of Moab, saw how the children of Israel had conquered the Amorites and Moab and his king became so afraid of the people because they were increasing. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And therefore, the king and his elders sent for a belly prophet called Balaam, to come and curse Israel for them so that they will be able to outwit them in battle and take over their lives. So Bible says that Balak sent his elders to Balak, the son of Ba'apur, who was a prophet of God, but obviously one that could be bought with money. And he said to him that come and curse these people for me. Because they cover the earth and I know that you curse and people are cursed, you bless and people are blessed, for there are too many for me, so that I can prevail against them and that I and my people may smite them, that I will be able to drive them out of the land. And when they sent these messengers to Balaam, Balaam said to the messengers, he stay here tonight and I'll bring you word again. I need to go and inquire from the Lord. And the Bible says the prince of Moab stayed with Balaam that night, and God came to Balaam and said to him, "Who are these men with you?" And Balaam said to God, "Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent them to me saying, come and curse Israel for me." And the Lord said to Balaam, "That you cannot go with them. You cannot curse the people for they are blessed." And Balaam rose the next morning and said to the prince of Balak that go back to your land for the Lord refuses to give me leave to go with you. And the prince of Moab rose and they went back to Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. And Balak sent again more princes, more honorable than the first group. And they came to Balaam with more goods, more gifts. And he promised Balak that I will promote you the very high honor, and I'll do whatever you say to me. Come and care this people for me. And Balaam said to him and to his servants, that if Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now therefore, wait this night and I will inquire of the Lord again. And so God came to Balaam that night, Bible says, and he said to him, if the man, men come and call you, rise and go with them. But the word which I shall say to you is that which you shall say or do. And Balaam rose again in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the prince of Moab. And the Bible said God's anger was against him because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him to stop him. Now Balaam was riding upon a donkey and his two servants were with him. The donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing, blocking the way, and his sword drawn in his hand. And the donkey turned aside out of the way and went into a field. And Balaam beat the donkey to turn her into the right way. But the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyards, and a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself into the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. And Balaam beat the donkey again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right or to the left. That's blocking their way. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was increased and he beat the donkey with a stick. And the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you beat me these three times? And Balaam said to the ass, Because you have mocked me. And if there was a sword in my hand, I would kill you. And the donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey, upon which you have ridden ever since I was yours unto this day? Have I ever done anything like this to you? He said, No. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you beaten your donkey these three times? Behold, I wanted to stand against you because your way is perverse before me. And the donkey saw me, and she turned away these three times. And if she had not turned away from me right now, I would have killed you and saved their life. And Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I know not what that you stood in the way against me. Now therefore, if it displease thee, I will go back home. And the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I shall speak unto you, that shall you speak. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. Praise the Lord. This is the account, you know, paraphrased. But, beloved, you note one thing that in as much as Balaam was noted to be a powerful prophet, he couldn't go against the counsel of God. Beloved, this morning I come to tell you by the word of your father that you cannot be cursed. You cannot be cursed because God has blessed you. A lot of people live in fear. Of what the enemy can do to them. And today, your father would have me tell you and to speak into your life and assure you of your position as a blessed person over whom no curse can work. A curse is an evil inspired word or statement with the intention of killing, stealing, or destroying, according to Satan's threefold agenda. It is one of the evil tools of the devil. A curse sometimes can also come from God, which is not evilly inspired, but it comes from God as a judgment or punishment. A blessing, on the other hand, is an invocation of spiritual words said to make good or to do you good. Indeed, the Bible says the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich and no sorrow is added to it. Both curses and blessings are potent and they are powerful, but the power of the blessing, beloved, supersedes that of the curse. Balak, the king of Moab, felt threatened by the growth and progress of Israel. And in looking at the conquest of the Amorites and other nations that Israel had smitten, they were afraid of them. And knowing that they couldn't match them physically, they resorted to the spiritual means of laying a curse upon them to diminish them. So that the king of Moab, Balak, sent for Balaam a known belly prophet, as I call him, to come and curse Israel. Beloved, these things that... I'm reading to you, I'm speaking to you today, are happening even in the now. That there are a lot of people who want to diminish people. There are a lot of people who want to destroy people. There are a lot of people who want to take over people's lives or their offices or their positions. Who go from place to place, demonic places, occult places, shrines, releasing curses against people in order to destroy them. But this morning, I come by the Spirit of God to tell you that none of these will work against you. Hallelujah. It just won't work because you are blessed of the Lord. And the power of the blessing supersedes the power of the curse. Balak called Balaam to come and curse Israel. And they came with with gifts of divination to Balaam. But Balaam said to them, he has to consult God first. You know, Balaam acknowledged that he was not all sufficient in power that he has a boss and he had to seek permission from him. Beloved, there's no witch, no wizard, no diviner, no sorcerer, no juju man, nobody working in the occultic dimension that carries all power. In fact, they all derive their power from God. God is both ruler and judge over all the earth. He's the father of all spirits. All power belongs to him. He's all power. And all powers derive their source of power from God. John chapter one, verse three says that all things were made by him, that is Christ. And without him was not anything made that was made. So anyone seeking to curse or harm you cannot do it. They don't have the permission or the right. Satan himself had to seek permission from God in order to be able to attack Job. And even that God laid boundaries around the level of or man of attack, hallelujah. Balaam was warned by God not to go, but because he wanted you know, the, 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 the things that they had sent to him, he, he was allowed by God to go. God gave him the right to go, but on his way, God wanted to kill him. Amen. God wanted to kill Balaam. Why? Because Balaam was on a mission to destroy his people. Beloved, that is what God will do in your life. Amen. Isaiah 43 from the verse 1 to 4. God says that because you are precious in his sight, he is the one who created you and formed you. He says that don't be afraid because he has redeemed you. He's bought you with a price. And the price with which you have been bought, beloved, from Satan's slave market is the price of the precious blood of the Son of God. And God says, I've called you by your name. You are mine. You belong to God. Now, if you belong to God, surely there is nothing that the enemy can do against you. And God says as a promise unto us, that when you go through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, he says that the rivers will not overflow you. And when you go through the fire, he says you will not be burnt. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. Beloved, we have examples of this. Where Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were cast into a fairy furnace seven times over hotter than usual, and nothing happened to them. It was as if they were thrown into an air-conditioned room. And the king said that he saw a fourth man with them, and his countenance looked like the son of God. God was right there, the fourth man, Jesus was right there in that fairy furnace, that fairy oven with them, and therefore the fire could not burn them. And when they were brought out of the fire, the Bible said there was not even the smell of smoke upon them. This morning when I come by your, your, your father's word to prophesy into your life that even through the fire he will be with you and he will deliver you from the fires of affliction of life. He will deliver you from any fires that the enemy has sought to cast you in. He will deliver you from the power of the curse. He will deliver you from the power of the sword. He will deliver you from the wrath of your adversaries because he says that you belong to him hallelujah he said you will not be drowned the waters will not drown you maybe today you're going through some challenges that make you feel overwhelmed but listen hang in the hope in the lord take faith in god because the waters will not overflow you you are coming out stronger than you went in hallelujah he says for i am the lord your god the holy one of israel your savior he's the one who saves you delivers you helps you amen he said i gave egypt for your ransom ethiopia and but for you so since you are precious in my sight and you have been honorable i've loved you therefore i will give men for thee and people for your life god said that he will take others lives in exchange for yours he will exchange your life when it comes to the push and the shove people will die in your place the enemy will not have the upper hand over you when it comes to the push and the shove God will take away the power of your adversaries. He will deliver you from their hold, their grip, and indeed they will not have the upper hand. He said, He will give men for your life. Egypt stood with Pharaoh as an adversary against the children of Israel. In one day, God totally wiped out Pharaoh and all his horsemen. I prophesy into your life this morning that any force of darkness, any group, any confederacy against your life to destroy you by curses, by enchantments, by divinations or sorcery, they will eat their own flesh and they will drink their own blood. Whatever they have intended for you, that will be their portion in the mighty name of Jesus. God, the angel of the Lord himself, stood against Balaam on his way. And the donkey upon which Balaam was riding saw the angel of the lord a donkey could see a man could not see and that is how those who work evil are blinded they are blind they have eyes but they cannot see the donkey was able to see the lord in his wrath about to slay his master and he delivered his master three times but three times balaam beat the donkey the angel of the lord was about to kill Balaam, but for the donkey Beloved, God is not playing with your adversaries. No way. God is not standing by idly, watching your enemies have the upper hand over your life. God will defend you. God will protect you. God will preserve you. Hallelujah. Balaam could not do what Balak wanted him to do. Indeed, God says in Isaiah 44, verse 25, He said, It is he that frustrates the tokens of the liars, and he makes the diviners mad, and turns wise men backward, and makes their knowledge unto foolishness, to become foolishness. And so I prophesy into your life this morning, that wherever your name, your image, has been taken for enchantments, for sorceries, for divinations and curses, it will just not work. It won't because god is on your side he says that he frustrates the, the tokens of the liars and he makes diviners mad but rather he carries out the predictions of his prophets hallelujah is the word from god is the word of god concerning your life that will stand, not the counsel of the wicked not evil machinations not evil ideas not evil words it will not work all enchantments, all divinations shall come to naught because God holds you dear to himself and he says that you belong to him. This morning, beloved, I bring you the word of your father that you cannot be cursed. He says that he he carries out the predictions of his prophets. And so I prophesy over your life and I make predictions over your life that it shall be well with you, that you move from grace to grace and from glory to glory. I declare that whatever you do will prosper. I declare you will live long to declare God's good works. I declare no source, no divination, no spell work against your life. I declare upon your life, beloved, by the word of your Father, that they will come in one way, but they will flee in seven ways. And their counsel will be turned to nothing in the mighty name of Jesus. Any curse laid against you will rather be turned for a blessing, Unto your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare upon your life that God will cause your soul to escape. Ah, the traps that are set for you. Your soul escapes like a bird out of the snare of the fowler. You are escaped. Hallelujah! You have escaped every trap, every snare laid for you, and you stand in the power of victory. Balaam could not curse Israel. He said, How can I curse whom God has not cursed? how can i he can't and this goes for every sorcerer every juju man every witch every wizard they cannot curse you they cannot lay enchantments against you the enchantments are broken because you are blessed this morning receive the blessing of god and may this week be a week of blessing for your life and i declare the lord will rise as a man of war over your life to fight every unseen battle on your behalf and give you the victory God bless you, you are blessed, too blessed to be cursed. In Jesus' mighty name, have a great day. Let me pray over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command the bless of God's goodness upon you. I command the bless of God's favor upon you. I command the bless of God's strength upon you. I command deliverance for your life. I command divine preservation and divine protection for you. I bless your life, declare that it shall be well with you and your family. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. If you are not born again, this is your day. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive you of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. You are saved. You are blessed. And you are favored of the Lord. Have a great day, but remember to share this good word with as many people as you can. This is a week of blessing. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you:
1: What have been good to me? Time after time.